Some people call me the space cowboy. Yeah. Some call me the gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice. Oh, hi, it's the HBO Boys. This is a Cowboy Bebop episode, so we're going to be doing a lot of sarcastic quips. bop de bop I'm Jameson Adam. This is the fabled James Adam pod. I know. This is this is the first of its kind, honestly. I'm, I've always been sidekicked with Ryan. Uh, this will be a good... Di- this First of all, there's no sidekick, really. This is a, a partnership, an equal partnership yes. for this pod. And sure. This will be a good dynamic because I am a huge fan of the original Cowboy Bebop anime. We're talking about the Netflix adaptation, by the way. And Adam is not. And so that'll be an interesting perspective, a, an anime watcher and a non-anime watcher. Well, let's make this clear. I, it's not that I'm not a fan. It's just I just straight up have never seen it. Mm-hmm. I, I remember um, when we were in high school, you guys watching this as I was friends with you and several others of our friends watched the show. and I ne- But I never watched it. I kind of knew what it was. But again, completely oblivious to this whole show until I watched the, ne- the Netflix one. And the other thing that'll make this an interesting dynamic is that Adam has a generally a positive disposition and likes to like things, whereas I am uh, a, a hateful person. <laughs> likes no one to likes. like things. <laughs> no one likes you or no one, you don't like anything? Both. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> Just wanted to be clear on that. <laughs> My history with Cowboy Bebop, interestingly, like I was a huge fucking Toonami Adult Swim nerd. Yeah, soon. No, and no, not here. And then, actually, my older brother, who was very much not that, was like, you have to check out this show, Cowboy Bebop. Oh. Up until then, like, my main relationship to anime was like, uh, you know, Dragon Ball Z and the like. Um, Yeah. Which is one thing. And this is very different. And it was sort of an introduction into, oh, this can actually be a higher art form. It's not just like muscly dudes grunting at each other and shooting laser beams from their hands, which which is what I enjoy. But oh, there's something else. Yeah, I uh, I I don't watch anime. No. I think that's pretty clear. Mm. <laughs> um, however, I have seen like Akira, and I like Akira, but I don't really remember it because it was so long ago, and I just right. never adapted to that style of show. I thought. I don't know what it was about it because all of my friends watched it. You would think I would get on board with it, but it just wasn't my thing. I don't know. I tried. You know, I tried multiple times. No, I get it. And if there's genres of anime that even I have taken swings at and cannot get into that are insanely like popular. Uh, there's a huge genre of anime, which is just like kids having fun in school. It's just they call it slice of life. And it's just kids doing normal shit and having Silly, wacky times at school. Every couple of years, there's like a huge one of those anime, and I watch the first couple episodes, and I'm like, "Who the fuck likes this?" <laughs> <laughs> it sound it sounds like that game where you just like cook food. What's that game? It Cooking came out Mama. For uh, oh no! Uh, wait. Y- yes, may- I don't know. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's just like a game that you just do a mundane task, and like, right. who buys that? <laughs> Okay, but Cowboy Bebop, though, this is the Netflix adaptation. It just dropped 10 episodes. They're all an hour 
long. I mean, before we talk about anything else, an hour long, mm. 10 episodes. So 10 hours in the first season. And the original show was 26 or 25, 22 minute episodes. So you're looking at maybe like 12 hours there. So already the Netflix adaptations like poised to lap it. Did yeah. you ever watch the Marvel Netflix shows, Daredevil or Luke Cage? Uh, I, I yes. So I watched. No, I didn't watch Daredevil. I watched Luke Cage. I watched Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. And, and much like um, our our wonderful MCU shows that we were reviewed in the past, they were just lackluster to me i i think Mm -hmm. i liked them better i liked them better than the mc some of the mcu shows that came out especially what if what if could just suck a bag of dicks (laughs) overall but (laughs) the thing is i i I didn't hate any of the netflix marvel shows and neither did i love them they were all way too long first of all yeah yes they also had hour-long episodes but they were 13 episodes long and like there was it's a lot a lot of time so much like padding in them oh I, I i think i wonder why i like them is maybe because it's it was outside of our mcu norm mm-hmm. it was it was new characters it was um it was violent it was violent yes like iron fist and luke cage very violent <laughs> i didn't watch jessica jones i've been told to watch jessica jones but i just haven't done that yet <laughs> so this the showrunner for Netflix Cowboy Bebop is a dude by the name of Andre Nemec 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 yes <laughs> and he is the screenwriter of such cinematic masterpieces as the uh Michael Bay Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, and wonderful. Beverly Hills Cop 4 okay <laughs> so obviously when they were putting together Netflix Cowboy Bebop, they were like, I need the Beverly Hills Cop 4 guy. Yeah, Get for him. sure. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he was the director? Wait, is that what you said? The director of the, the screen? He's the, the showrunner. Oh, okay. Uh, the the nice. head writer is Christopher Yost, yeah. who actually, a bit better of a pedigree here. Um, he wrote, uh, he, he, he co-wrote... Thor Ragnarok. Great. So and good. And also co-wrote Thor The Dark World. So bad. <laughs> and The Mandalorian. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll take it. Clearly, he's better with TV shows. Maybe. I don't know. Ragnarok was great. Ragnarok was so good. So, again, it's a bit of a mixed bag uh, here with the, 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 the pedigree of the show. The acting, I think, is is more interesting here, though. So you've mm. got Mustafa Shakir, who was in uh, Luke Cage season two as the villain playing Jet. Uh, he was my favorite of the main cast so far. We're only talking about the first two episodes today, so I don't know. Maybe yeah. it'll change. Um, and then John Cho as Spike. I like John Cho basically in everything I've seen him in. He's good in Star Trek, and he's Harold and Kumar, and and yeah, he's Harold and you, Kumar. That, you, I mean, that's that's his claim to fame, really. Did you? But did you see the one where it's like a murder mystery, but all on the computer, starring John Cho? No, what is that? Searching. What is it? Searching. So it's it's a it's a movie about a dad whose whose daughter goes missing, and he takes it upon himself to try to like 
uh, head up the search to recover her, but it all mm. takes place from the perspective of his computer. Weird. It's it sounds weird. It's really good, and you watch that movie, okay. and you're like, oh shit, John Show is a leading man. When did that come out? That was 2018. 2018. Wow, interesting. So I I like him now. Again, mm. I've never seen the anime, but I've seen mm-hmm. pictures of it. Obviously, I've seen images of the characters. I think that they did a good job casting this show oh, for yeah. live action. John Cho looks just like him. Yes, and so and does this props Mustafar to hair guy. and makeup for everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and I, honestly, when he was first announced, I was like, that is good casting. For, yeah. for the longest time, everyone was like, Keanu Reeves as Spike. And Keanu Reeves wanted to play Spike. And what? Keanu Reeves spent years trying to make this happen and could for not. what? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, Keanu Reeves loves the anime and tried for the longest time to get a movie made and could not. And then they shafted him, and he's played, he's just John Wick now. Right. Well, people are like, oh, John Cho's too old. If John Cho's too old to be Spike, then like certainly Keanu Reeves is way too old to be Spike. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, props to hair and makeup, you know? Yes. <laughs> they can do wonders. The other star of the show is Daniela Pineda, who I don't know that well. She's no, in Jurassic yeah, I World, know. I guess. She is? Oh, yeah, she yeah. is in Jurassic World, yeah. I kind of like her because if you watch interviews with her, which I've been doing up up till the Netflix show dropped, she's funny and personable and apparently like a huge stoner, so I like that about her. Right on. Um, and, and, and those are your three main characters and they're all in terms of like, so, I mean, my problems with this show are mostly on the writing side, but in terms of performance, I think Mustafa as Jet and, and Daniela as Faye, interestingly, you haven't seen the anime, they're doing performances, which are pretty good, like impressions of the English voice actors from the anime who are now really? like that. Th- those okay. are quite iconic roles. They're both doing like not one-to-one like imitations, but like pretty good their own versions of that. Like Jet sounds like Jet, Faye sounds like Faye, uh, in terms of the tenor and tone of the voice, not in the more uh, literary sense of the voice. They don't speak like those characters, <laughs> but they sound yeah. like them in your ears. It's It's funny that you say that, because as I was watching this show... Uh, the way they delivered lines was very animated in and of itself. Like yeah. it, 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 it's like they, you can tell it's based off of like an over the top kind of crazy animated show. Like if you didn't know it and said, oh yeah, this is based off an animated show. I could get, I could make the connection for sure. It's just the way they delivered the line was just, it was just overzealous and kind of cra- i mean that character Faye is kind of crazy anyway but right. um i think it suits it well it, i think it works pretty well and then you made a comment about how john cho talked too much mm-hmm. for spike's character now again i don't know yeah. but i thought that he was good i kind of like that he's a little cocky um you know i don't know i i i like that well, and before we get into a big critical analysis, we can just talk, since we're going to do this episode by episode, uh, let's just get into it. There's not too much to say. Yeah, not a ton happened in, in either episode. Well, right. the second episode, a little more. But uh, 
The first episode begins with Jet and Spike foiling a casino heist, and this is very highly inspired by the intro of the Cowboy Bebop movie, which is a separate thing from the film, uh, and and they foil the heist of a convenience store. But the setup is quite the same. Spike goes in first, and then Jet, and then uh, there's a dude in the toilet who kind of foils the plans, and <laughs> I liked this scene in the show. when Yeah, they, I liked it a lot. They blow a hole in the space station, and then you zoom out and see, like, oh, this is not even standing on the ground anywhere. This is, like, the basement floor of a space station. Yep. That shit looked great. Yeah, that that one caught me off guard, for sure. I thought it was just, like, I knew it took place in space, or, like, you know, interplanetary at, at the very minimum. But I didn't know it was going to be a floating in the <laughs> ethereal space uh, casino. <laughs> Uh, so I liked that. I liked that it kind of took you by surprise if you didn't see it coming. And then the other thing that struck me as like very different from the anime is like the level of violence. Cause like the anime is a little bit violent, but like Jet and, and Spike, you know, it's mostly like, it's, it's like, uh, like GI Joe violence where like you, you yeah. punch somebody in the head, you kick them and then they're knocked out or, uh, you know, the, they explode off screen, right? But in this show, they're <laughs> shooting people in the face and stuff, and yeah, stabbing they were them in straight the with knives. <laughs> yeah, they were straight dead shotting them. Like uh, that, I, that one took me surprised. Took me by surprise too when um, Spike like literally headshotted these guys. <laughs> like I didn't right. think it was going to be that intense. I didn't. I didn't because I kind of knew a little bit that he was this low key dude in the anime. And then to see him kind of explode a little bit was neat. But again, I I, I like how it's going so far. I mm-hmm. like how it's a little extravagant. Well, that was one thing that, you know, in the anime spike and jet are like pretty explicitly like good guys. Like, yes, there's an amoral tint to like being a bounty hunter in the first place. Uh, hurting people for money right but like they they really seem to take care to like minimize casualties and not just like merc people uh and and okay maybe it's more realistic that like if you were in a shootout you would have to uh, you know kill people to survive i guess (laughs) right (laughs) but it is slightly less heroic um you know that's why um, you don't see captain america and iron man like shooting people in the face with uh, right because then it's hard to be like that's the hero <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know maybe killed one person <laughs> the whole time uh so the rest of the episode very closely follows the first episode of cowboy bebop uh except that Faye is in it is the only main difference there's a dude he steals mm. drugs from the Red Dragon Syndicate, which is a Chinese Whoa. mafia syndicate from Mars. <laughs> from Mars. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and uh, they, uh, they're they on the lam, him and his girlfriend. They try to do a drug deal. It goes wrong. The syndicate shows up, but he slaughters them all because he's taking the red-eye drug. Which That red-eye drug was epic. I, yeah. I, that scene was good too. I liked that. See, I'm a I'm a Tarantino fan too, mm-hmm. so I like like gore and violence, not in like a weird way, but like I just I like that type of kind of I don't even know how to describe it. Um, well, because I'm and, not and, a crazy it, person. It, but. It, the, the anime is a little bit violent too, and, and that scene played out quite similar, where it's like a first person perspective. Oh, the okay. Dude All right. On the drug, murdering people. Yeah, very uh, cool. And I, I thought they did a pretty good job of translating that. 
Meanwhile, he's got his uh, pregnant girlfriend, this this thief does, and the two of them survive the shootout and leave. They're the big bounty that Jet and Spike are after. There's a strange thing. They turn in their bounty from the first scene, and Jet meets some cop he used to know back from when he was a cop, and they don't like each other, and he's like, you're fucking my ex-wife. Yes, yes, yes. And he's like, yes, but because I'm <laughs> fucking her, I will give you this lead for a bounty. <laughs> Thanks, what a, what a way to seal the deal! <laughs> and that guy who played that uh, that cop was familiar too. Did you happen to catch who it was? Mm. He was he was kind of familiar to me, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Uh, that oh, is well. Jeff Stoltz. Oh yes. From oh he was in um oh my god uh oh god this is gonna drive me nuts. I think he was. Uh no maybe not. Huh? Oh yes, he was in the breakup. I remember that. Yes. Okay, so I was trying to remember it was some Vince Vaughn movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was the it was the breakup. <laughs> I must have okay. watched it recently. recently. Uh, but yeah, he was, I I, I was also in him. uh Star Girl, which is a show oh, uh, I was going to do a recap and review for, watched one episode for and then uh never followed up on. <laughs> <laughs> never looked back. <laughs> Wasn't good, huh? So that's interesting. They've changed Jet's backstory. He is now a divorcee and an absentee father, which to me is a very weak motivation in this and the next episode. He's like, no, Spike, we have to put our lives on line and and hurt and kill people because we need this bounty. Otherwise, my daughter might have a bad birthday. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And I was like, damn, the stakes have never been higher. I mean, you got to take care of the daughter. Uh, that was never a thing in the in the anime. What they're just like struggling to get by. They're just doing this for the money because otherwise, like they'll starve. You know. Yeah. Uh, there was no need. For I mean, this. they still they alluded to that too in the yeah. show a little bit, where he's like, "Oh, but barely, you know, this bounty barely put food on the table here. There's right. enough enough money for the freaking gas or whatever it was." So they're going after this dangerous drug thief. And Spike doesn't want to do it because there's the syndicate's involved. He robbed the syndicate. And he's like, we made a deal. We're not going to get involved with the syndicate. And again, Jet's like, but my daughter's birthday. It's it's her <laughs> birthday. She must have a pony. So they go after the bounty. Eventually they do. They find this couple. Uh, he's getting. <laughs> so he's been shot a bunch of times. And there's like a doc in the box doctor working on him. While he holds a gun to her head, just like you probably want the doctor to be more relaxed. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can see she's like shaking, stitching him up with that laser. Meanwhile, the girlfriend is also has a bounty on her head because she's the rich heiress to some family fortune. And so right. Faye is after her, which causes there to be a bit of a uh, conflict here between Faye and Spike meeting for the first time. He's after the man. She's after the woman because they... They're both angry hotheads. They can't work this out. And while they're fighting, uh, the two get away. Right. And so, again, I think in terms of, like, doing an impression of the voice actor from the anime, uh, <laughs> I like uh, I like Daniela Pineda's performance. And I think she also looks good as Faye. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think so. There was a controversy among... Uh, virgin fanboys of the anime that they changed Faye's costume that she doesn't <laughs> yeah, look she, like. She had fucking... so many boobs. Right. And, and they <laughs> not, took the, boob, they took the boobs away. 
Yeah, what the and, hell? And and ruined the anime that way. But no, <laughs> I don't care about that. I think she looks good. I think yeah. I've seen women cosplay as Faye, and yeah, it's a sexy outfit. But if you saw a person dressed like that in real life, you would think, like, is this like a police sting? Like, is she an undercover cop waiting right. for someone to solicit her? Because that is not a normal way to walk around. Right. Uh, and like there's even episodes where like Faye is on a planet that's like extremely cold and she's like still dressed that way. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Again, perhaps it works the, in the anime. The it's it's yeah, stylistic. It anime. It's stylistic, right? In real life, it would look weird. And so uh this goes down exactly as it did in the anime. There's like a uh a spaceship car chase between Spike and the dude and his girlfriend. And wow. oh no no no, sorry, before that they add like a shootout scene at the space hangar. Oh yes, yes. And, well, and yeah, where the mechanics were working on that space flight car thing. And the syndicate shows up, and he sees Spike, and he's like, "It's you, fearless." Fe- oh, yes, fearless. I thought you were dead. <laughs> now, can you fill me in on that? Because I don't think they expanded a lot on it until episode okay, two. They so, kind of so talked a lot, a little bit about it. This is. Sh- New show only. Okay. Uh, and I, I, as my assumption, unless we're later going to find out there's something deeper to this or that Spike's mother named him Fearless, <laughs> is that uh, when you're in the Red Dragon Mafia, you get a Mafia nickname. That's what uh, I always okay. assumed watching the anime that, like, Vicious's mother did not name him Vicious. Right, that once right. he became a capo or whatever in, in the Mafia, they give you a nickname. Um, and so nothing like that was ever intimated about Spike in the anime, but I guess in the show, they're implying that like Spike had a mafia nickname as well, which was fearless. I thought this was pretty strange. You don't need to go so far to explain why people call vicious vicious. You just take that for granted. It reminded me of in (laughs) Star Wars, a solo story. When he's like, I'm Han. What's your last name? Who are your people? Oh, no, it's just me. Okay, Han. Han Solo. Wink to the audience. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it reminded me of. Again, I I guess they're trying to explain why people call Vicious Vicious. But, like, I think everyone already assumed that was not his real name. Right, right. (laughs) But it was just, I wanted to, during this show, I wanted to know where it came from. Like, right. Because he was Spike, you know, everyone calls him Spike, 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 Spike. But then, oh, it's fearless. I'm like, Seth, is that Spike? <laughs> like, right. Well, that a little, get, a little bit that, of a I guess Spike Spiegel is an assumed name. Yeah. To hide his identity as fearless, which is fearless. A, a, another assumed name. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's his real fucking name? Right. It's so then, fearless bebop. Right. <laughs> So then they have the car chase, but with with spaceships and yeah, uh, there's no hope for the bounties. They get like gunned down by the cops. This is exactly what happens in the anime, but it was looked better in the anime. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it did. It like, did. You, are you talking straight up visually? It looked better. Yeah, or yeah, translated yeah. Just better. Visually, it was more. Uh, it was. It, it. I mean, also like. When they gunned down this couple in the anime, uh, that was it was only then when her corpse was like floating in space that the red eye spilled out of her 
and you realize, oh, she's not even pregnant. That was just ah. They were see that <clears throat> that I do like better. Yeah, I like the um kind of hesitation on it because what's a reveal then? Yeah, they, yeah, they, that's they, a they w- gave much better too quick in, in the Yes, I agree. Now that I know that that happened for sure. Yeah, but I th- I th- so it still was a surprising reveal when it happened. It just it would have been way more effective if they did it like you said. Yeah. Um. Okay, and that episode one is the end. Jet and Spike did not get paid this time. It, it is not stated, but we can assume that Jet's daughter had a bad birthday. <laughs> yeah, bad birthday. <laughs> she didn't and get what and she uh, two people are dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because of her. <laughs> two people are dead because of her. <laughs> right. And her birthday was bad. So, like, really, there was... There, there was three. <laughs> yeah. Now, before you move on to the next one, I, I mm-hmm. do want to point out a couple of things about this show that I, that I really, really like. Yeah. Okay? Um, I really like uh, the whole stylistic way that it's filmed i love the 70s like almost like this jazzy fusion look right um and all the the graphics are are very retro i think that's very cool i don't know if that's the same in the anime i assume it is yeah yeah. the the, the aesthetic Um, is is kind of true to the anime and it looks really cool the way they've done it here like you said there's some interesting shots like when spike's talking to that cop that he hates yes the way it's framed like they're both just like their faces are like kind of coming on the screen and, and yeah see the background that so, was an interesting shot i thought they should do more of that because I, a lot of the i dialogue, hope that they do some of the scenes of dialogue it was just shot reverse shot in kind of a boring mm-hmm. way but then other shots yeah. are really interesting yeah so the styling of it of the way it was filmed is very high contrast a lot of close-up macros uh a lot very colorful but but muted still like you could tell it's very grungy but it was so vibrant at the same time yeah. like when they were on that uh what do they call it? Little Tijuana or something yeah, <laughs> or yeah, old yeah. new Tijuana, new old Tijuana, Tijuana whatever. Right. Um, and the, the crooked angles were just so, it was just interesting. Mm. I've never the seen Dutch a show angles. film like that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, um, uh, like battlefield earth, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but better, but, um, yeah, it, no, it was good. I liked that. And, and there was a, a ton of static scenes that made it feel like you're watching a storyboard, you know, it made it feel like it was mm-hmm. trying to replicate that kind of animation style, whereas little, there's little movement on the screen as possible. So you can catch all this detail. And I hope they continue doing it. Obviously, there's there's tracking shots and right. and, and, you know, moving shots, but you, it's noticeable if you're looking for it. Um, the music is also amazing. Oh, also. the music is so freaking good. It's so freaking good. They got yeah, the so- same composer, Yoko Kano, and her jazz rock band, The Seatbelts, to do all the music. They did all the music oh, for the man. anime, and they killed oh, it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. So visually, um, it looks great. Uh, it sounds really good. I think they did a good job. But there's one thing that I do not like so far, and it's the mm. fight scenes. The fight scenes were straight up bad. They looked very clunky. Mm-hmm. They, but but they're still over the top, which I appreciate. But just the fight scenes didn't. They weren't believable. It felt like they were choreographed. Um, right. I but, thought I, I I liked the you know again <laughs> the the car chase with the spaceships. It was better in the anime, but it looked pretty good in the show too. Um, uh, I liked better that in the more anime. Than the fight um, okay, I agree with you. Those are all good things. 
yeah. the, my issues with this show in terms of an adaptation of Cowboy Bebop, which was so tightly written, right, which included like almost no pointless dialogue, is that like <laughs> this show to me, what it reminds me of, it's like a person on a first date who's terrified of like silence. Right. And so I have to fill all of the silence with whatever shit pops into my head. And that's yeah. what that's what the dialogue in this show reminds me of. Nothing ever just happens. Nothing is ever just explained. It has to be explained in quips and with jokes. And right. the like it really jumped out at me in the very beginning of episode one when like the thief is doing the drug deal with the red eye and the guy, the buyer, is like, I need you to take a sample of it to make sure that it's pure. Which oh again, God. like this is a dangerous drug here, so this is a serious situation. And I did think that, that was weird. We eat cupcakes. Cupcakes. Yes, everyone loves cupcakes. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so as a writer, you have to make a decision here: is the yeah. joke that I've written good enough that it is worth ruining the tone I'm going for in this scene? Right. <laughs> And, and everyone loves cupcakes, I don't think was good enough, even in a Russian accent. Yeah. <laughs> so what I think this is doing, and, and I told um I told Ryan this when when I was talking to him. Um it it's I think it's so they're gonna capture the anime uh customers. Customers. They're gonna <laughs> yes. they're gonna capture the anime um uh, fans. Yeah. Uh but what this is doing is it's you're, it's opening it up for the mainstream. Now you got to remember yes. the mainstream nowadays is Marvel comedy, oh, is silly, un sometimes yeah. unnecessary comedy, and um, I think it's just trying to go up with that and uh, introduce it to a, a different sect of people. Right. Um, and and we saw the effect that that had on 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 like the Last Jedi and Rise of the Skywalker. Where they yeah. were like, okay, maybe you know the first movie wasn't funny enough. Get me the Marvel jokes, guys, and we'll just overload <laughs> this shit into the next two movies. And they've done it here as well. And maybe it's just that it's not my style. And if it's yes, your style, I, then I it agree. won't bother you, listener. But if it's not your style, it might. But okay, so so this is something I said too, is that I probably would have never watched this show had it not been made into this show that we're mm-hmm. watching now yeah, i would have yeah. i i just would have not watched the anime so for for the writing being not as good as the anime but opening me up to this whole new world of characters it's yeah. that's the trade off i think um right. for certain audiences and okay. I, I like it so far but i can appreciate why people don't like it because the source material is better in some ways to them right right and and I think the issue which you're describing, it's not it's not as you said, it's not just this show. We're having a cultural mm-hmm. moment now where yeah, everyone yes. everyone talks like they're in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No matter what <laughs> show you're watching or movie you're watching, yeah. the characters all talk like this. Um that's just how it is. Uh yeah. but I don't think it works so well. Again, if it, like I said in the chat. If this were Firefly season two, or no. if this were a second, which again, written by Joss Whedon, or if this were a, <laughs> a new IP called like Space Cowboys or something, I would probably like it a much better. But because right. it's Cowboy Bebop and because it's the same characters, I'm like constantly comparing it in yeah, my of head. And the shit that like just jumps out to me 
as as wrong, right? And okay, uh, there's maybe they're t- separate stories, separate universes. This is on me. I should be able to make that uh, connection there. But like, just things that jumped out at me. The show is extremely campy on purpose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Netflix Cowboy Bebop is campy on purpose. This isn't an accident. Uh, this is a deliberate decision that they've made. But I wonder, like, if they kind of misunderstood the anime, because, like, the anime is not campy on purpose. It's not, like, winking at the audience. The, right. the anime is playing it straight. It thinks this shit is cool uh, uh, inherently. Not that it needs to be campy. Not that it needs to be winking as a joke. Same thing right. with, like, you mentioned Tarantino. Or, like, the movie Sin City. You might describe t- Tarantino's movies, or you might describe Sin City as camp but i don't think that's what he or that movie are going for either they're not right. making a joke out of these genres and tropes they like no, them not they at think all. they're cool yes yeah, straight up mhm i agree but this show treats it as camp as i wonder as if they're joke. afraid i wonder if they're afraid that's because exactly it's such, what i wrote here <laughs> yeah it, <laughs> i wonder if they're afraid because it's such a huge uh sh- it, you know it was such a massive show to the anime genre that they're afraid to do it injustice and then in turn is doing it a little injustice you know right right. Um, the bible says double-edged sword no man can serve two masters right and (laughs) and like you said they're trying to please me and they're trying to please you and and, in that pursuit they might not please either of us and another thing that that i wonder that they're afraid about is like because so they've really changed Faye a lot Faye is no longer a too cool for school, like femme fatale archetype like she mm. was in the anime. Now she's a quirky, quippy, uh, short-tempered. She's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And oh, so yep. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and, and that's a different archetype. They're both archetypes. You can argue, you know, which one's better or whatever. But I just wondered, like, again, like, were they too afraid to commit to the femme fatale thing? They're like, oh, that's played out. That's cliche. Right. Our Faye will be a modern vampire slayer. <laughs> and like, yeah. and, 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 and that was my thought. I'm like, okay, so you're changing Faye, and I don't know why. My guess is that you think that she was a cliched character, but you're replacing her with another cliche. Yeah, I was going to say, it's kind of like <laughs> recycled. Like a right. lot, of, you know, and I'm a, I'm a Marvel fan. I'll be the first to tell you, I love the movies. I love most of the shows. I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan. It could be the worst one and I'll still uh, like it. But it, it's, it's some of it is starting to get recycled. And now yeah. this is taking some of that recycled stuff and putting it into a whole new IP, you know? Like, right, right. Uh, so it, it's interesting how the business affects uh different different shows but it's it affects it in the same way so in terms of spike they also changed him a lot as well i think honestly my one of my main issues with these three main characters is that i think spike and Faye are a little too similar in like mm. in temperament in the jokes that they make in the things that they do spike and Faye in the netflix show are kind of a little too samey and do they get together in the show no, no. And okay, so the first thing I thought of was there's a little tension here. There's maybe <laughs> tension in the anime too. You maybe get the oh, sense okay, that like okay. that like Faye would be open to that, but like Spike yeah. is like a completely like ruined and damaged person. <laughs> fair, fair enough. <laughs> um so uh 
again, in terms of changing the characters, it's one thing to have Jet and Spike just murking people left and right. It is another thing. This scene, like, straight up disturbed me when <laughs> Jet was like, Spike, you're not supposed to kill that guy. And Spike's <laughs> like, yeah, you're right, Jet, but did you see the look on his face right before I killed him? <laughs> Like Spike's like, yeah, that was pretty good. (laughs) That's so. That's 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 some psycho shit. Yeah, that's that is psychotic. That's what it is. And he's not psychotic in the animation. Oh, they're the good guys. He's very cool and collected. (laughs) Like, not only are they good guys, and not only are they like in their own way, like kind of kind. They're also like pretty careful, like especially like Jet is like a new, like a lawful good character who is like trying okay. to not hurt innocent people and and trying to minimize casualties. Jet or Spike is maybe a little bit less concerned with that, but like also Spike is a good guy, uh, right? And a nice guy. Maybe they'll way. maybe they'll get there, you know, <laughs> throughout <Right>. the show because <laughs> like. <laughs> The characters in the anime don't really go on arcs. They go on like arcs of discovery, not really arcs of change. And okay. and Spike like had his arc off screen. And and you know we're gonna kind of gloss over what happens in the second episode because it's not as important. And we're going kind of long here already. But yeah, like Spike's big changes happened before the events of the show, where he was a mafia oh, right, enforcer right. in the Red Dragon, mm-hmm. and he wanted to leave because he wanted to be with Julia. And when he tried to leave, him and Julia got like. Julia got basically kidnapped by Vicious. He's like, you're not leaving. You're my prisoner now. And Spike got gangland hit. Right. Mm. And it was Mm -hmm. only then that Spike was like, oh, maybe being in the mafia is wrong. Because this feels bad (laughs) what happened to me. (laughs) Like, maybe I've been doing a bad thing all this time. And and decides to be a more conscientious person. And, like, that's where he is when the show begins. But right. it doesn't. It doesn't seem like if he's internalized that lesson in the Netflix show. <laughs> <laughs> but he keeps having these incredibly sexy, uh, like flashbacks to right to his time with what's her name, Julia. Julia. With his time with Julia and, and the you know, Red Rose and you know all why that her name stuff. is Julia, Very by sexual. the way. I do not. So all the episodes of the anime are named after classic uh, rock songs. And oh. Of course, uh, several of the characters are as well, and so her name is Julia because of Julia, the Beatles song. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the Beatles, you should watch that documentary on Disney Plus. Oh, it's yeah, really it looks good. good. It looks, good. yeah, it's very good. Anyway, <laughs> I could go, I could okay. go on about that, but go ahead. <laughs> In the second episode, it is more of like a Monster of the Week episode. Like, mm-hmm. it's the teddy bear bomber, which is a thing from the anime. It happens much later in the show, but whatever, do it here. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Time doesn't matter. That's doesn't. why I think it maybe it'll, it's going to change. Maybe this will yeah. change. Um, the bounty itself is kind of interesting. They track him down on Venus. We get to see the bounty hunter, like, posting TV show. Mm-hmm. I love uh, it. Which I is love from the, the anime. Flair. It's so um, good. Uh, Punch and Judy are the hosts of Big Shot, which is the the, the show where they talk about. But and th- this is the one thing they got perfectly. It looks exactly like it did in the show. Punch and Judy are great. Punch steps on one of Judy's lines at the end, and then she rolls her eyes like that. Got a laugh out of me. You did it. You did it. Fake Joss Whedon. You got me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I love it. I love all the little little propaganda things that uh, that show in this that show in this show. It's 
It's so the the world is so well built. It really is. So meanwhile, while they're going after the teddy bear bomber, Spike is also like establishing a bit of his backstory here. Mm-hmm. Um, like he goes to see uh, an information broker that he used to know when he was in the mob named Anna. This is a character from the show that's completely different. Working for oh, Anna really? is is Gren, who is a character from the show, but again, completely different. There's no, almost nothing. There's 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 nothing but daylight between those two versions. It's it's really wow to compare them. Uh, I'm not annoyed by that. I'm not annoyed by that. Those characters were minor oh, okay. in the show. It's okay. Change oh, okay, them. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> um, See, I want to know how this affects you, James. <laughs> Spike <laughs> wants Spike wants to know if the mafia is after him, but I'm like. But don't you know that already? Like, why are you just double checking? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it's a good excuse for them to exposit. She's like, fearless, I thought you were dead. And he's like, I'm Spike Spiegel now. And (laughs) That's right. I remember that. Please find out if the mafia's tried. The mafia just tried to kill me. And so I want to know if they're trying to kill me. I swear to God, that that was the point of this scene. A mafia assassin just tried to kill me. Please find out if the mafia is trying to kill me. (laughs) <laughs> no 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 they're not <laughs> yeah i uh, got the test results back uh looks like that was just a random mugging <laughs> <laughs> just, just happened to be a member of the mafia so there's also the 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 narrative tension in this episode is that jet like spike's long-suffering wife wants spike to open up about his feelings mm. and his past <laughs> <laughs> like that's, and spike's like no it's personal and jet's like you we never talk anymore like that's seriously like what's going on? we're partners you need to open up and that okay strange strange considering the relationship that they had in the anime which was that they were very guarded very professional right you get the sense early on and then you do find out later that they both have like really tragic backstories that they not shit that you would want to talk to with someone you didn't know that well. Um, mm. And they just didn't really have that relationship. Throughout the anime, you kind of get this sense that, like, Spike or Jet cares for Spike and wonders if Spike has his back or cares about him as a friend. And, and you know, because Spike is, like, an enigmatic weirdo, you never really get that sense until, like, and again, spoilers for the anime here, at the very end of the anime, <laughs> before Spike goes hey. off to probably die... Yeah, <laughs> him and Jet like finally have a frank conversation and share a laugh for the first time. <laughs> oh my god, it took the whole anime to do it, <laughs> right? Because they just didn't have that kind of relationship. And Spike is not the kind of person that would talk about what happened in the mob or what happened with Julia to anyone because it's right. clearly incredibly painful for him. Um, and so again, I was like, okay, Jet, I get that you're trying to be a good friend here, but it also seems like by prying too much you're maybe being a bad friend <laughs> to spike like he doesn't want to talk about it leave him alone <laughs> now uh, when are we going to see the corgi james I when do we I see the corgi so. next episode let's hope so okay because they showed the corgi in the intro and yeah. i'm like up oh, up oh, up oh. <laughs> corgle we need it I okay want well, it. what do you want they catch him in the end Hopefully they get paid this time. Maybe Jet can send the the birthday present now and be like, it got lost in the space mail. Uh, the space mail. <laughs> Happy birthday. It's the, COVID. I don't know. <laughs> the other thing to mention in this episode, and this is the thing in the show that really fucking got my goat. Uh-oh. 
in the anime, you know next to nothing about Julia throughout the entire show. We assume right. she might even be dead in the anime. Oh, 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 in the anime you said. Okay. Like, we don't yep. know what's going on with her. We only see her, like, even in less less flashbacks than we've gotten in two episodes of the Netflix show, we get in maybe, like, the first 20 episodes of the anime, which is the most of right. the show. Um, and And we see very little of Vicious as well. He's a very enigmatic, very distant figure who's mm. just... Like if when he's not on screen, if he's mentioned, it's like in hushed tones or whatever. Um, in the Netflix anime, they've decided to make both Vicious and Julia secondary characters. Yeah. And it's at least in these first two episodes, the weakest part of the show. Uh, in my opinion, Vicious in the Netflix anime, no longer cool, no longer tough seeming. Uh, mm. He literally every moment he's on screen. I he looks and sounds and behaves like Lucius Malfoy from the Harry Potter yes. movies. That's Holy all I can shit. think about the whole time. That's, the, that's what I thought too. Uh, <laughs> he was Lucius, and I'm like, okay, Lucius Malfoy is a fucking penis. Like, yes, <laughs> Lucius yes. Malfoy also a little bitch. Like not yeah, exactly. not a scary guy. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, I'm so glad that you brought that up because I was thinking the same same thing. Right. And so in the anime, again, Lucius, not Lucius, I'm going to call him in Netflix. He's Lucius in the anime. <laughs> Vicious is, again, yeah. like a very stoic, very silent character, um, a complete total narcissist and psychopath. The only relationship with Julia that he has is that like she is his prisoner that mm. he in a narcissistic way, like probably thinks he owns her. Right. Um and, and oh, probably as does. a psychopath, like gets off on the fact that she can't leave and that she hates him in the Netflix anime, at least here in the second episode, they seem to have some kind of suicide squad, Joker, Harley relationship going on. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. <laughs> it's See, very they're taking, weird to watch. They're, t- they're taking from many other, um, things. Only and- the best. <laughs> the best thing. Suicide squad. <laughs> And so, again, uh, oh it also God. seems like Julia has, like, feelings for Vicious, which is, like, that's really fucked up. Like, Yeah, she she loves his, she loves his white hair and, and magical wand powers with Voldemort. Oh, wait, that's a different movie. <laughs> like, yeah, and, and very strange here. Like, yeah. we don't really need to get into what happened in their scenes. I really, I didn't like them as they were playing out. But, like, I, just, like, the fact that he, like... He, it's Lucius Malfoy. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and, then, and who who's who is the um actor that plays this guy? What's his name? I don't. I I remember when they first cast oh, him. I was like, this is a bad choice. His name's Alec <laughs> Hassel, perhaps a distant relative of mine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, he's Alex translucent Hadden. in the boys, and he's great in the boys. Oh. He's in the first three episodes of the boys. He's the Invisible Man. Oh, I haven't watched this show. It's another one oh, I gotta watch. So there's so good. I know there's so much I gotta watch. Um, but other, other than, than I that, yeah, I don't really know. I, I don't know anything that he's been in, and like I feel like his appearance lends itself well to a stoic bad right. guy, but um, clearly not. <laughs> clearly okay. not. And and that was the shit. Like I just want to end on this conversation. With yeah, Vicious absolutely. and Julia. It seems like really bad. 
the way they're doing it. It's so hammy and it's so over the top. <sighs> like I like the over the top. I like that this show is a little, is nuts. I like that it's right. crazy and like there's uh, there, okay, so there's flying spaceships, but there's also right. 67 Camaros. You know, <laughs> like, it's, it's it's campy as fuck. And Julia and Vicious is, are campy. They are they sure Suicide are. Squad, Ju- like Joker <laughs> and Harley. <laughs> Where's the vat of uh, toxic chemicals? I hope it's coming. I yeah. want Julia <laughs> and Vicious <laughs> to be completely Jokerified by the end of the show. Um, oh my god! And I just want to say that this this is maybe a small thing or a stupid thing to even complain about, but like. In a show with such a diverse cast, why did they make Vicious, Capo in a Chinese mafia, and the dude who always carries around a samurai sword, why did they make him the white guy? <laughs> like, I know that's a small thing, but that's what I was thinking about. And, like, so now it's like, he's <laughs> like every, like, white virgin weeb who carries a samurai sword like that's vicious is just an anime fan and that's why he uses a sword and not a gun it's got that's nothing true. to do with his background or heritage <laughs> it's it, it, he's like that meme where you see like the incels with the fedora and and the and the samurai sword and it's like well yeah you were going to parties and getting laid i was studying the blade that was vicious <laughs> does he does he do the anime run as well i, I god i hope so we'll have to i see. god i will now if they embrace it that much and he actually does the anime run right. i or like think we, it'll we be see okay. his office and it's full of like <laughs> anime figurines <laughs> it'll make it'll be all okay <laughs> so again i I didn't hate this. If it if this were the second season of Firefly, I probably really would have liked it. Um, it's just because I have such an attachment to the anime that I have all these problems. I am going to work on. I'm I'm going to go to the doctor from Eternal Sunshine to the Spotless Mind and have the anime erased from my mind. You and then should we'll see if I like the show better. You you may like it better, but then again, you'll probably still hate it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I. I I don't hate the show. I hate the writing. I hate the writing yeah. on this show. All Every problem of this show stems from the writer's room. I think the actors are doing a good job with the exception of Vicious. And I think... Uh, I think they're uh, doing well with what they, ha- what they have, what they know, yeah. you know? Can't and the change a- the, the, the aesthetic is good. As you said, some of the filmography is good. There's a lot oh, yeah. to like here. There just is. Just like, you know, there's probably a lot to like in, like fucking ant-man and the wasp or some shit it's just oh my god <laughs> have you not seen that movie i've, I've seen it yet okay I didn't like it. <laughs> no way <laughs> didn't know <laughs> but uh maybe as you said the show will evolve over time right i sure the, hope the so. anime for your kind, sake kind of did right All i right. mean i i i like it i like <laughs> yeah. it i'm excited for it i'm can't wait to keep watching it and we will be back next week with episodes four and no <laughs> we can skip <laughs> we're gonna skip over three. three that would be good with episodes three and four of the netflix cowboy bebop see you dream cowboys bops bebop bop bebop bebop, bebop. <laughs> <laughs>